Hi everyone, it's Zach, um, starting my poverty podcast for Global Scholars. Um, what I want to address in my podcast today is how uh, modern day technology can assist in alleviating and possibly eliminating poverty, uh, especially in third world countries. So technology, obviously, in uh, our modern day lives can either solve problems and exacerbate others. We've seen examples of this um, in how uh, the Facebook scandal with Mark Zuckerberg recently um, and how our privacy can be compromised as a result of technology. And we've also seen it save lives um, with drones um, coming after natural disasters and uh, saving lives in that way. Uh, Even just in Costa Rica, how Tesla put um, power banks um, to return power to schools um, when they needed it. So uh, it can further humanity like nothing before, and it can also destroy it. Um, You have movies that speculate on this, and uh, how robots can uh, possibly, like AI can take over humanity. And uh, it really opens up a lot of... um, ideas about like what technology can bring to the future but you heard what i wanted to talk about in this podcast and you're saying to yourself probably hey like how does technology have anything to do with poverty like they're like totally separate ends of the spectrum poverty is like the lack of basic human necessities like water shelter companionship and we think of technology as the opposite of that like having an abundance Like, your new iPhone is, like, the opposite of poverty. Um, So, how can something so disconnected from poverty, arguably the opposite, advance us towards dealing with extreme poverty, especially in third world countries? So, there's a lot of examples of how poverty can um, assist in in alleviating poverty, uh, of how technology can assist in alleviating this. Um, There's a bunch of examples that I want to go through really quickly. Um... The first one is M-Pesa, which is a mobile money transfer service for people without bank accounts. Uh, It has more than 17 million customers across Sub-Saharan Africa. And uh, just the concept of this really opens a lot of doors for so many people. Um, When you think about getting a loan, especially in a third world country, it's extremely, extremely challenging. Because a lot of times people don't have the ability to get um, even just a small-scale loan to uh, increase their possible profits on on their, like, um, home business. Um, Something as simple as um, getting a motorcycle um, can be really difficult because no bank is willing to give their money to someone who isn't 100% willing to pay it back and able to pay it back. Um, Because a lot of people in poverty don't have stable jobs, so it's really hard for them to get loans. But essentially what M-Pesa allows them to do is is get money more easily um, from, like, friends, um, even when they don't have a bank account. Uh, Those people in poverty who don't have bank accounts um, can easily get funds from friends um, and family without banks. So this has really opened a lot of doors. Um, it, it has um, 
20,000 reports of officials who demanded bribes in India. Um, this is a separate little um, idea here, aside from M-Pesa. Um, it's called IPaidABribe.com. And uh, it has crowdsourced more than 20,000 reports of officials who demanded tribes in, bribes in India. Um, and what this does, it helps eliminate corruption in a lot of third world countries, which often goes unchecked um, because it's really hard to like uh, really maintain like a stable government in uh, areas where it's uh, where it's more rural. So uh, technology is helping out even in the government right now. Um, another example is called poverty stoplight. Technology enables poor people to self-diagnose their level of poverty in just 30 minutes using just a smartphone or tablets or a smartphone or tablet. And um, when you can self-diagnose like this, it really changes the game for a lot of people. Um, in our class, we recently watched a video about a family whose life was changed after they applied for uh, government-assisted um, finances and how it like totally transformed their lives. But the problem with that was it helped them but it couldn't help many other people who were in need, even just in their village. And um, I know I'm going off at a tangent here, but essentially what Poverty Stoplight allows um, those people who don't um, have access to this, like the other people in their village, is to get access to it. So instead of waiting in uh, a queue that could take years um, in the official government, um, opportunity for uh, financial assistance, they can now do it through technology. And that's really revolutionary. And there's also uh, additional vague solutions um, that have equal opportunity for uh, help in for those in poverty. Um, telecommunications are a big one recently um, because they allow families to remain intact because a lot of times you have um, parents who are working outside of where they live with their children so that they can uh, make more money for their family. But obviously that doesn't allow for them to spend more time with their kids. So uh, telecommunications allows for them to remain connected. And that's less of an elimination of poverty, but easing the uh, stresses and <clears throat> difficulties that arise with poverty as well with that. Um, a different one is, uh, advertisements through telecommunications. A lot of times small businesses, um, back in the few, last few hundred years have exclusively grown by word of mouth communication and, uh, advertisements through, um, like mobile devices and, uh, cell, cell towers, um, has really help them expand like nothing before because they can put their advertisements um, on people's phones and they can spread awareness in that way um, when they have the ability to do that. So opening those doors uh, and then allowing people to ascend out of poverty is, is just really great. Something that hasn't been mentioned as often as a solution um, to poverty for modern day um, technology is 3D printing. Now what 3D printing allows people to do is uh, you can create makeshift solutions for pragmatic use. Um, and again, this is following the same trend that telecommunications has. 
um, in that it's not necessarily solving it, but it's easing the pain. And that's what we're seeing the uh, pattern is for a lot of um, technological uses in poverty. And essentially what 3D printing does is it can, uh, it can fix a broken door handle, create a finger splint, or, uh, and it can have just thousands and millions of other uses that anything you can think of. Um, and this personalized access to problem solving um, for daily use is something that was never available previously. Um, because a lot of times those in poverty can't afford those uh, expensive and often um, they, they just weren't unable to get access to these uh, solutions that weren't specific enough for their problem anyways. So 3D printing allows for a major change in that regard. Um, additionally, um, continuing on this mobile trend, we have healthcare uh, mobily. So uh, cell phones offer access to medical information, which is otherwise completely inaccessible to impoverished people. So the knowledge that is required for diagnosing and possibly treating a lot of medical uh, illnesses was just not there. Um, and uh, a recent Ghanaian project, for instance, target pregnant women who lack access to information on how to promote healthy fetal development. Uh, and that's according to the Research Council of Norway. Um, so the mothers will receive weekly automated messages designed to help counterbalance superstition and pregnancy-related myths, which are often quite common in impoverished areas, um, which is obviously not conducive to healthy living. Um, and all they need to receive these messages is an inexpensive mobile phone with the ability to access the Internet. And that's really changing the game for a lot of um, impoverished people, the uh, opportunities for health care. And a huge one for alleviating poverty is access to clean water. And you're saying in your head right now, how does technology help me access clean water if I'm in poverty? Um, well, what happens is there's a company called WaterAid, which is an organization dedicated to providing safe access to safe water and sanitation. Um, which that um, modern technology can create achievable goals for water and sanitation. Um, and what happened is they developed a solar-powered water pump um, that uses locally sourced equipment to pump 30,000 clean liters of safe water to the village every day. So when you have something advanced like solar panels and you're putting that in a third-world country, um, it's opening so many opportunities. And it opens the door for self sustenance and what that changes is is drastic um it it's cannot be understated um what it does is um those in poverty no longer have to um, be continually visited by those uh, trying to assist them um with self-sustenance and this is um absolutely massive and um 748 million people don't have access to clean water, so more organizations, just like WaterAid, can come in with um, advanced technology and save lives, um, because 2.5 billion people have inadequate access to sanitation, 
and obviously it's just it opens the door for just a feeding frenzy of illnesses um and it's leading to loss of lives and it's leading to overall just horrible horrible conditions um and modern day technology can solve that uh it can also improve farming techniques on a different note um many people rely on agriculture for their livelihoods um especially in poverty um according to the united nations and most of the 1.4 billion people who live on less than $1.25 per day um, do indeed rely on agriculture for their livelihoods. Um, better plowing techniques um, to rice that can adapt to saltier water can reduce hunger for those people who are living on, who are living in extreme poverty. Um, that can happen for millions. And this just absolutely remarkable change that we can see there. Um, so, yeah. So just to recap, we've, we can see modern-day technology, which, which seems almost completely opposite, the complete opposite of poverty as we, as we know it today. Um, it seems like the complete opposite, but in actuality, uh, upon closer analysis, it opens a lot of doors. I know I've used that expression a lot, but um, it's, it really helps put it into perspective. Um, so a quick recap, we've got M-Pesa, which is the bank accounts. I paid a bribe reduces, um, corruption. Poverty stoplight, which is, uh, self-diagnose, self-diagnosis of poverty. Um, telecommunications, 3D printers, um, farming techniques, and clean water. And, uh, those are the ways that advanced technology can help us, um, can help those in extreme poverty on a day-to-day basis. Thank you for listening.